The Grow My Cleaning Company podcast helps owners of cleaning companies just like you grow your company and yourself so you can make more money and finally get the time and money freedom that probably got you into this business. Discover how to automate and create systems that allow you to grow like crazy without losing control. If you dig the show and want to show some love, subscribe, rate, and review on iTunes. It really helps. Enjoy the show. Hey, Cleaning Nation, Mike Campion here with Rachel Gleason. This young lady started Fresh and Bright Cleaning Service in September 2015, uh, residential in Grand Rapids, Michigan. That said, we're recording September 2022, so we got seven years in this thing. Um, Give me a quick background of what got you in and how you liked it so far. Well, I started out, I was doing daycare, raising my kids, did that for about 10 years out of the home, licensed daycare, decided... That's enough of that. And I kind of like a clean home a little better than, uh, than watching kids <laughs> figure to be a little more peaceful. I um, think I would be the same. So when you say daycare, yeah. you mean watching your kids and other people's I, kids. From I have three kids of my own. Um, they're growing now. They're all teenagers. 20, 20 years old is my oldest and 15 is my youngest. So I did it while they were young and it was a blessing, you know, to be able to be at home and raise them. Um, but it, you know, you can imagine having a house full of little ones running around. It's, it's, it gets to be a lot. So God I was bless ready you. to move. <laughs> I think cleaning is a hard job. I think watching three of my own kids plus other people's kids yeah. would be holy heck. Yeah. Just cleaning would be like, so it'll be quiet. Like, I, yeah, phys- hard physical labor, fine, but no one's going to die or vomit or any of that. I can just clean alone with no right. screaming. Like, and I get paid? Forget about yeah, it. Like that's, exactly. <laughs> now we're talking crazy talk. Right. Uh, awesome. So seven years in, what? How can I best serve you today, young lady? Looking at moving from, you know, I'm getting older, so it's it does as every cleaner will say, it takes a toll on your body. I can't see myself doing this up into my fifties and whatnot. So it's like time to kind of progress. I want to grow as a person and an individual, but I'd like to also just start hiring but i want to know what it should look like if i'm moving in the right direction to just hire and automatically hire people and not work in the business or should i work on the business more you know with people but at my side still cleaning toilets but training a couple people you know what's the best way to move into solo to hiring yeah. So let me just give a little background, A, to Rachel and B, to people that may be new to the show. Um, we certainly help folks just starting out that have never cleaned anything all the way up to several million dollars. Why do more than, more than that? Um, that said, I would say the most common problem we solve, and maybe my favorite problem to solve is helping cleaners go from cleaners to owners. So we've done lots of shows on this and I'm always trying to figure out how to give more value and not say kind of the same thing. So if I may, I will encourage, well, and this is good coaching for any stage of the business you're in. The quality of questions that you ask will almost by definition dictate the quality of answer, the best possible answer that you could get. So very common to ask, so I'm not picking on you, but I want to give value to you and other people is to just maybe focus on the wrong things because we don't know what we don't know, right? So the quite, you know, like in advertising or client attraction, it looks like, should I do Facebook ads? What about Google AdWords? I've heard door hangers are good. Does direct mail work? And it's like, those are the wrong questions because if we don't get 
if we don't back up and go, well, hold on, who's our client and what pain are we solving and what's our niche and how do we communicate and where do they go to solve that pain and what offer should I make to, you know, what's the funnel in, in terms of what message am I getting? There's a lot of other things we're going to have to have. So when it comes to getting out of cleaning, um, some version of what you asked is common. Like what's the best way is kind of the general one. And much of it is related to, do I get more clients first or do I get more employees first? And how do I get employees without clients and clients without employees? And the reason I'm spending so much time on the problem is if, we don't, if we're not clear on that, it's really hard for the solution to make sense. So I promise we'll get to the solution, Clean Nation and Rachel, but I want to make sure we're crystal clear on the problem. So oftentimes we don't cover the real fears that we have. So we kind of, I don't want to say make stuff up. So we'll focus on other stuff. So Rachel can like, give me the yes, nod or that you're out of your mind, nod. Um, but I'm sure some of Clean Nation would give me the yes, nod in terms of, okay, I feel that. So some of it is we have fears around, well, my clients only want me. And what if I can't get anyone? I heard people steal. And what if they quit at the end of the day? So we don't really want to kind of address that. So we kind of take it down into other things. Do you have any of those fears? Or are they completely missing? You're like, this I've is gotten, it. I've gotten over the fear of that, I think, you know, but mm -hmm. I know there's many others out there. So I'm good with that. And I'm kind of over that hump of that fear. And I think that's why I'm just ready to go at this point and just like get started on this. Let's just like, I'm ready. <laughs> you know, I'm Perfect. at that over it. <laughs> So believe it or not, that's really the first step because there's a point when people are in, if you've been doing this seven years, maybe you've been at this point and it doesn't sound like you're there now, which is great of, I'd like to get out of cleaning, but I've got a lot of fears. And we tell ourselves a bunch of lies. Well, I like to clean. Mm, okay. Um, or we, we come up with all these other fears. So I love, so step one is to get where Rachel's at, where it's like, you know what? Yeah, there's fears, but I don't care. I can't clean anymore. I won't clean anymore. I've made a definitive line in the sand, irrevocable, irrevocable, never going to go back and do whatever it takes. I've got to get out of cleaning, period. So step one would be to stop going back and forth. I'm not saying Rachel's doing this, but Cleaning Nation is. Um, I really would like to get out of cleaning. But what if people quit? Well, I'm getting too old. I can't do this, but they'll do a bad job and I'll look stupid, but I really don't want to clean anymore, but I don't mind cleaning. It's not that bad. I actually make it and we go back and forth and back and forth and... um you know, biblically, they're like, you know, uh, the a person whose, pray, whose prayers are back and forth is like this uh, a boat tossed in the sea. You're never going to get anywhere. So first and foremost is to make a definitive decision, like it sounds Rachel has, to go forward. And I know that sounds like big deal. That really is a big deal. Until you have that, you're going to any, I don't say ridiculous, but not non-consequential fear can set us back a week or a month and we use it as an excuse. So God bless Rachel and Cleaning Nation. I would encourage you before you even think about what I'm going to say next, get to the point where you're like, I'm out. I'm not going to go back and forth. I don't like it. It's not that bad. I don't mind. I make good money and all this other stuff. And if that's what you want to do, that's great. Go clean. Like that's totally fine. But the first step is to really irrevocably decide, draw a line and say, and say, I'm going to pay whatever the price is. Once you do that, it's really just a matter of, well, how sticky or sloppy is it going to be to get there? So to answer your question, first kind of mistake I would avoid is once we make that decision, because we finally made it and tell me if this resonates with you at all, Rachel, we want to do, go as quickly as possible. So we're like, all right, I'm going to hire some people and I want to be out of cleaning by Friday or by two, two or three weeks from now. And that's reasonable. There's nothing wrong with it. But first of all, is that what's your time frame? Or so we'll do one of two things. We'll do, I want to be out by Friday, which will kill you. Or, you know, it's September now by no, you know, October, 2027 or 2020, never, then I'll be out. What, what kind of time frame? No wrong answer. I'm not trying to trap you, but just what time, kind of time frame are you thinking, Rachel? Well, I mean, maybe within the next year. 
year, I would say. Super common. So I want to encourage everybody. Two or three weeks is not a good time frame because you're gonna um, probably not make that. Even clients and our people that, and just so you know, the people that we work with that we get consistent results with, um, three, two, three weeks is the quickest, and that's with really good world class coaching. It can still take to two or three months. So that time range is where you're good. Um, anything above that, I think, is gonna. <laughs> we we joke we have a nine week program. We're like we could have make we could have made it three months, but then people just do nothing for the first two months and then work really hard at the end. <laughs> so same thing with I'm going to get out of cleaning in a year. Typically, what that means is I'm just going to futz around um, for ten and a half months and then I'm going to get serious about it. So first and foremost, I would pick a date that's reasonable, and I think that two to four months is reasonable. Anything beyond that is just giving yourself time to. I forget the name of the law, but the tasks expand and contract based on the time that you give them. So if you give it a year. It can take a year and you're just making it more painful. And if you're unreasonable, like I'll be out by Friday, that's not going to work either. So setting expectations first. So first decide, huge. Second, set reasonable expectations. Too long will make you not do the work that it's going to take because getting out of cleaning forever is a big deal. And if you give yourself a year, you're like, oh, I don't know if I want to do all that work today. If you give yourself a week, you're going to be disappointed in nine days when you're still cleaning. So time frame is a big deal. Um, three weeks to three months is a good time frame. And you want to make sure that you're getting your goal to get out of cleaning forever. So have you tried to hire before, Rachel, or is this your first I have swing? not. Okay. This will be my first swing. Good. Let me save you six months. And this, this is part of what takes people a year. Um, okay. They get out of cleaning. And if how many hours a week are you cleaning, give or take? I do a house a day. Okay. So five days four, a week? Four or five hours tops. You know, I'm, yeah. Five days a week by yourself? Um, four to five days a week. Okay. By myself. So super common for Rachel would be, well, I just need to hire a person, right? Because you're only working 15, 20, 25 hours a week, depending right. on the week. Right. So if I just hire one person, I'm out. The reality is, um, yes, if you hire another Rachel and that person never quits, you are out. However, and by when I say never quits, never quits, never gets sick, never, never gets fired, never goes on vacation, has a baby, needs a day off, like the the just decides not to show up because they don't because they're hungover. Whatever whatever the case yeah. may be in this real world solution. Um that's not the case. So I think first mistake people make is they dip their toe in and anytime it gets hard, they start telling themselves a bunch of lies. Oh, it's I like it. It's not that bad, blah, blah, blah. So Rachel's not there. She's like, nope, I've decided that's step one. Step two, constrain the time. If you do it in a year, there's it just doesn't take a year, right? So make sure the time frame is good. Um, step three: determine that you want to get out of cleaning forever, not that you want to get out of cleaning quickly. So I'd rather see you get out forever in three months than get out for a second in two weeks. So if you hustled, Rachel, you could probably find a woman, a man, to take your job in a week or two, and then be like, "Good, that's what I want. I'm going to run like hell, right? <laughs> like you do this thing, and I'm out of here. Woohoo! I'm retired." Um, the problem is, again, sick, doesn't show up, blah, blah, blah. Now, Rachel's really on a tether. So if and when that person calls in and she's like, I'm going to go to the spa today. And the girl calls in, I was going to say night before, but let's be realistic, day of seven seconds before they're supposed to be there, Rachel's shot. And now it's almost worse than before because before she could plan around, I've got a house, so I'm going to clean it and then I can go do what I want. And now it's... God willing, everything go, you know, cross our fingers. And then of course, if the person starts doing adequate to not great work, you're like, yeah, but I don't want to go. And it's this whole weird vibe. So to get out of cleaning forever, we are going to create, even if, and you probably got the least amount of cleaning, Rachel, to get out of cleaning, right? If you're like, I only clean three houses a yeah. week. It's like, yeah, that's not going to work. Not. 
Yeah. And I'm not judging. I'm saying this is, this right. is good because if I'm going to tell yeah. this to you, anyone and everyone that's got more would have the same advice to more. You are still, if we were working together, I was coaching you. My advice, my coaching to you would be to create a system to get employees coming in all the time. And you're like, that's crazy. I just need one person. If you want to be out of cleaning for a minute, a second, a week, God willing, a month. But realistically, that's just not going to happen. And you want, yeah. so believe it or not, even if you're in Rachel's situation, I have one house a day, four days, four or five days a week. We still need a system to get people coming in. So the question of, well, what do I do? Chicken and egg, get more people, get more. We're going to have both systems working all the time. So I think that's the the mistake people make is I'm going to go spin this client attraction plate on a stick and that's going to get going well. And then, and then, oh shit, I've got all these clients. I need, I need customers. So we drop that plate right on the floor and all the inertia that we had stops so that we go get employees. And then we start getting employees. Oh my God, I need, and we kind of have this back and forth thing. What we want is to get both of these things going because it takes a bit of inertia to get anything moving. And then once it's moving, we can just go kind of tap on them. So we keep them moving all the time. The tools, Aaron, that we're going to get, most people severely underestimate the number of people that they need. So believe it or not, Rachel, I would probably hire two people to do your thing. Like, oh my gosh. So that means they're only going to work an hour, hour and a half, maybe two a day. Yep. That's what it's going to look like. And then we tell ourselves another lie. Well, no one's going to want to work that. Not true. Um, even if 90% of the people won't want to work that and only 10% do. Well, you only need two people. I've not done the population of um, whatever city, Grand Rapids, Michigan. But I'm guessing there are not just two, not just 20, not just 200, but probably 2,000 people that would love a little part-time job, making whatever you pay just for two, three hours a day or one or two hours a day with someone that they love. So we kind of make this excuse of, well, no one wants to work, which really means the majority don't want to work, but who cares? As long as more than two want to work, you're good to go, lady. So make a definitive decision get a reasonable time frame, create a system to hire people that goes on forever and understanding the price of you being out of cleaning forever is to constantly be hiring. And that constantly be hiring, the system that we teach takes zero to three hours a week. And of that could be your time, could be someone else you hire as you scale. So next step is once you decide that you're going to get out, you get a reasonable time frame. Um, you are going to commit that the goal is to get out of cleaning forever not to get out of cleaning for a couple of weeks or a couple of months. And I'd rather see you or anybody else get out forever and have it take three months than get out two weeks from now, but we don't really have a system, right? We just hire our aunt or our cousin or someone we know, or as a friend. And again, we're out quick, but it's not a, you know, do you want to get healthy, losing weight? If I was a weight loss coach and coach was like, I want to lose 50 pounds and I want to lose it in a month. I'm like, we could probably help you do that. But are you more interested in being 50 pounds lighter a month from now or being 50 pounds lighter a year from now and for the rest of your life? And we want the people that want to lose 50 pounds for the rest of their lives. Same thing. You want to get out of cleaning today or you want to get out of cleaning for good. So that cleaning for good is going to create you or cause you to make systems, which is a little more work. Kind of like if you've got, you've got kids, I've got a six-year-old, much easier for me to clean his room than try to teach him to clean his room. But if I'm constantly cleaning his room for the rest of my life, the lifetime cost of that very high. If I take the time now to create a system, i.e. let me teach you how to clean your room, the lifetime cost of that drops off a cliff. So... I think the big overreaching philosophy I'd give you, and then I'll answer any specific questions you have, Rachel, and we'll call it a day, is to really look at the mindset of the beliefs. A, I made a decision. B, I'm going to give myself a three-month time frame. C, I am going to um, create systems that are constantly bringing in clients and constantly bringing in employees. Even if I feel like I don't need, that's too much. It's like, yes, we are. And why am I going to do that? Because I want to get out of cleaning forever, not just for the next days or weeks or months if you get lucky. So 
that's my rant. Questions, comments, rude remarks, any other way can serve you before we call it a day? So you're saying two people to start hiring with that. Are you saying two people when it's just a small schedule like mine, one house mm -hmm. a day? And then I'm going to bump up more ex hiring as I am pulling in more clients. So here's a beautiful that thing. I'm getting it. Yeah. So at the beginning, you were kind of asking, and I, I can see you shifting. I wish we had a little more time. I think we could complete the shift. But um, at the beginning, you're like, well, do I hire one person and still clean toilets with them or two people? Or do I get out completely? The beautiful thing is we want to shift. Again, that's like, I want to, how do I eat for the next 30 days to lose as much weight as possible? We want to shift that from how do I change how I think about eating for the rest of my life so I always have a healthy body? So the way I would move it for you is, the nice thing about two people is now, if you have two people, one person doesn't show up, one person can clean a house by themselves for that day. Right. And if we've got, if you've got a system that's going, so again, the overreaching thing to answer your question is you're going to have a funnel to continue having customers and employees or prospective customers and employees coming all the time. Okay. And then the problem that you're kind of pre-solving, which we don't have to solve until we actually have the people you can solve in real time. So you're like, well, I put in a thing and I only got one person. I know I need two. That's fine. We're not going to make that person wait until you get a partner. You'll be the partner. Or my God, I got two people right off the bat. Great. We'll train them together. Oh my God, Mike, I've got four people that want in. Great. Train all four. We'll hire the best two. Like, see what I'm yeah. saying? You can kind of, when you have nothing, no systems and no people, yeah. there's a lot of what if, what if, what if. And it's like, trust me, this is a hard enough process to solve for real. Let's not solve all the yeah. Potential potentialities that could like, we got no time for that. So just start getting clients to come in and getting or prospective clients to come in and, and prospective employees to come in. And then we can solve again. If you had just one employee that was going to be great, I think you'd figure you're a smart gal. You'd be like, well, crap, I'll just train. I don't, I don't need Mike yeah. for this. And if you had two, you'd figure that out. And if you had four, you'd figure So you could figure out that figure it out as you go. And I'm right. probably thinking ahead too much. But until you have any people, what are, what the heck are we even talking about? It's like, well, if in a scenario, there was potentially a person who was going to like, screw all that noise. Let's just get same with clients. If you're like, well, I don't have anyone to clean. That's a great place to be. When you've got people coming in, you're like, I'm going to have to put you on a wait list. I think we can do it. Just not today. Give me a couple of weeks. Okay. And, and maybe they leave. Maybe you call back, probably to be honest, likely you'll call back and they will have left. That's okay. It's yeah. okay. We don't have to get everything. So does that make sense in terms of we're shifting our thoughts from how do I get out of cleaning to how do I get a funnel? that automatically brings in employees and auto, or people that want to work for me, that I have a, a system to sift and sort them. And how do I get people to raise their hand that want me to work for them or my employees to work for them that I, I can create a system to sift and sort. Once yeah. I've got those two funnels going, it's a lot easier problem to solve than I'm cleaning all day and I don't know how to move forward. Yeah. Cool. And I Questions? love the core, val the core values. I have listened to much on your core values and I'm excited about that. that yeah. Uh, that gives me excitement. To yeah, there's there's a lot more to this. That atmosphere. Mm -hmm. Yeah, to everyone listening, I want to think that's all you need, but it's the best it's the best we can give you in 20 minutes. All right, Clean yeah. Nation, if this has been uh, helpful for you and you want more, you can go to growbycleaningcompany.com. We've got over 800 podcasts for free. Uh, we've got two books on Amazon. And the best part, I'd probably start growmycleaningcompany.com has a um, free on-demand training that is the five shifts that you need to make. That's the by far the best part I want to... I would have you start whether you're trying to get out of cleaning or any other stages. Those foundational shifts are good. Totally free. GrowMyCleaningCovid.com. Check it out now. See you there. Well, here we are at the end of the podcast and you made it. Great job. 
Uh, I've got a little bonus for you before for sticking through with me, but like I mentioned before, if you got value out of this podcast and you want to show a little love, subscribe, rate, and review on iTunes, Spotify, wherever the heck you're listening to this thing. Share it with a friend. Share the love. And as a special thank you for those of you that stuck with me to the end, how about I give you my personal phone number so we can text? It's a great way for me to get to know you, your business, your goals personally. So shoot me a text now, 602-932-6431. 602-932-6431. I am the only one who responds to these texts, and I will personally respond to everyone I possibly can as long as uh, this number is manned. I uh, don't know how long we're going to keep this at the end of the podcast, so grab it now. 602-932-6431. Give me a text. Say hey. Can't wait to meet you.